the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Love to chat with you. Some of the topics we've covered in hour number one. The uh, Olentangy High School student denied admission to the homecoming dance. She has a student ID. She paid for a ticket. She's homeschooled. And uh, they felt like it wasn't safe to let her in. To an outdoor dance, by the way. An outdoor event. Uh, Don't know if they're as vigilant policing the gate at football and soccer games. Probably not. Call me suspicious, thinking her homeschool status had something to do with that. Uh, Maybe everything to do with that. It is very, very sad for me to tell you that a woman from Columbus is dead today and her family is grieving because uh, someone stole a car and in attempting to elude police, ran a red light, hit her car, and killed her. This happened on Sunday morning on uh, No Bixby Road. And the name of the person suspected of stealing the car is uh, not listed. I've heard one name, but I don't want to say it unless I'm absolutely positive. The last thing I need to do is get sued by somebody who stole a car. Uh, But uh, this happened Sunday morning about 9 o'clock in the morning. Paula Kennedy is uh, now deceased. So very, very sad story. Uh, no Bixby Road, north of Chatterton Road in Madison Township. I hate to hear that. Uh, in Gahanna, somebody tried to break into an apartment building on Sunday night. And the person in the apartment building shot the person when they tried to push through the door. Uh, in this instance, the person who was trying to push through the door is the one who ended up dead i got a kind of a funny feeling about this one. We'll see what stems from it. We had a seven-year-old boy in Linden over the weekend sitting in his living room, shot in the arm. Dark car, drove by, fired shots into the house. So the violence in Columbus is uh, not diminishing in any way, shape, or form. And that is uh, very, very sad. Now... You may have become aware over the weekend at some point in time. I did not become aware of this until last night, late. I was sitting down watching a football game. The, uh, see, who was playing last night? I watched several games. Oh, last night was the uh, Tom Brady return to Foxborough, Massachusetts. A game Brady pulled out and became the uh, leading passer in NFL history. Aaron, I used to not like Tom Brady, and then I got to the point where I felt silly not liking Tom Brady because it felt dumb to hate on great did you ever have uh 
less than warm fuzzies for Tom Brady and have you transitioned out of those just because he's so incredibly good for yeah. such a long period of time? Yeah, I'd say that slightly. I haven't had a huge love or hate for him. But, uh, yeah, I do agree that at some point you just have to respect the day. Yeah, you just got to respect the greatness. Yeah. Now, uh, the other story in the NFL that I became aware of at the time I was watching Tom Brady is decidedly different. But uh, Urban Meyer has become a bit of a hot-button issue uh, for people who – watch and cover the NFL because Urban was wildly successful in college, three national championships. Everybody knows what he did here at Ohio State and what he did at Florida before that. And he's from Columbus and he surprised some people, not me, but some people by taking an NFL job in Jacksonville. And they haven't won a game yet. They played Thursday in Cincinnati. He hung around. They got a home in Columbus. Of course, he hung around. He's got his, uh, his daughter is here. Her husband coaches at Ohio State. So there's video online on social media sites of Urban in a restaurant, bar, some kind of a situation with... Uh, Aaron, how would you describe this? See, I'm going to put this on you instead of uh, me. Did you see the video I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Urban's in, in a bar. A young woman is dancing in very close proximity to him. Would that be a fair... It's not quite giving you the full picture, but yeah, I mean, much of the picture as I want to give. He's uh, Well, if you want me to describe it... <laughs> yes, please he's... do. He's sitting on a bar stool. Yes. Um, kind of facing, facing not her. to the bar. Kind of. Uh, he's turned away from the bar. Yeah. 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 Now this girl is facing They're away from him. Away from him. Her back is, is to him. Kind of to his to, front. Yeah. His her back is kind of against him, and she's dancing. Mm. He is not dancing, but he's not pushing her away. That's a very accurate. Uh, summation of events of the day. And this caused eyebrows to be raised around the league, particularly because his wife, Shelly Meyer, tweeted at some point that Urban was out celebrating his birthday and she was home with the grandkids. And she said that was her choice, which I don't doubt. She loves her grandkids, of course. So this became quite the social media hoo-ha And today, Urban Meyer, at his press conference, uh, chose to come out and address this matter and apologize. Yeah, yeah. I just apologize to the team and staff and uh, for being a distraction. It's stupid. Uh, And so I explained everything that happened and owned it. And, you know, just stupid. uh, Should not have myself in that kind of position. Urban, did you? fly back with the team or did you stay in uh, no I stayed to see the grandkids and we all went to dinner that night at uh, the restaurant and then there's a big group next to our restaurant and they wanted me to come over and take pictures and I did and and they were trying to pull me out on a dance floor screwing around and I should have left how did the team react I mean they're probably pretty uh, Well, I've always been so defensive of them. You know, I remember when Trevor told me he was going to go to Vegas for his bachelor party. I mean, I was just, my gosh, man, be careful and surround yourself, and because I've seen this happen, and uh, and I just so the team, the team, uh, I spoke to a bunch of leaders one on one, spoke to all the players. Uh, They're good. They were focused on Tennessee, and I apologized again for being a distraction. Uh, uh, coach should not be a distraction. Now, I'm surprised he took the third question. I've got another minute of video here. 
But I, all right, another minute of audio here. I can't imagine that anything else productive could come out of this conversation. Um, I'm I'm very surprised that he took the third question. But I guess it is a distraction. It seems to me like a lot of people want Urban to fail in the NFL, which I don't understand that. Is football better with Urban Meyer in it or out of it? It is better with Urban Meyer in it. And I don't get why other people would root for somebody who's been ultra successful at something to fail. There's a mindset out there that I just don't get in that it's somehow seen as a triumph for people who haven't accomplished as much when someone who has accomplished a lot in their field stumbles. Now, I don't for a second condone the uh, appearance of something that births a very uncomfortable situation for his wife and family. The first thing I thought of was, boy, that's really sad that his kids have to see that um, because it's just not a flattering portrayal. And he acknowledges that it's not a flattering portrayal. So uh, he has apologized for it. And um, that is where we are. Uh, but Urban is a hot button issue, a big name in the news. And he'll always be big in Columbus because of uh, what he did here with Ohio State. So I'm sure people are talking about it. Hopefully what he said today uh, addresses it and uh, everything is fine, both with him and at home. Everything is not fine in Washington. They can't wait to spend more of your money. They're going to spend it. And then they're going to repackage it and repurpose it to make it look like they didn't spend as much as they intend to spend. That's not me talking. That's them talking. I'll prove it to you next on The Bruce Woolley Show. I believe we're going to have U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno on the show uh, perhaps on Wednesday of this week. I ran into Bernie yesterday. He attended the meet and greet for the candidates of the Olentangy School Board, Jennifer Foyt and... Felicia Castle. And look, this was just a great event because it was a lot of people who are like-minded on caring a lot about their kids. Bernie Moreno cares about kids. Bernie Moreno is spending a lot of his own money to run for Senate, and he's doing something that I thought was pretty smart for a candidate. So much of our conversation these days is about the southern border do you think you're getting the real picture at the southern border by watching even Fox News? I mean, I think you're getting a more accurate picture from Fox News than you are from other networks that refuse to cover it. But Bernie Moreno decided, well, I really want to know about the border. Why don't I just go to the border? So he went, and he went into Mexico. And I'll look forward to hearing him tell what he saw uh, because he has some uh, interesting observations from his time at the border. And Bernie, of course, will, I'm sure, be citing those when he attends the leadership forum, an evening with the Republican candidates for the U.S. Senate, that will be October the 24th at Genoa in Westerville. Get your tickets at 9890answer.com. A lot of people I met yesterday in the Olentangy District say they're coming to that event. I can't wait to see them. It's the best chance you have 
to get to know these candidates on a deeper level than you get by reading their comments in the media or watching a 10, 15, 20-second video clip. You'll see all the major candidates who've met certain uh, qualifications on the stage with Hugh Hewitt moderating. Now, Hugh will conduct a one-on-one interview with these candidates, but the other candidates will be sitting there listening. Won't that be interesting to see and watch and evaluate their body language? Yes, it will. Then at the end, Aaron Bear of Citizens, uh, excuse me, of the Center for Christian Virtue, Aaron Bear will join Hugh Hewitt on stage, and Aaron and Hugh will question them rapid fire, bada bing, bada boom, back and forth. And that's when we'll get the interesting thrust and parry of the evening. Josh Mandel, Jane Timken, Bernie Moreno, Mike Gibbons, Matt Dolan, and J.D. Vance. I'm always nervous when I give the roster of candidates off the cuff for fear that I will leave one out and I'll have to apologize. But I got all six of them right there. Get your tickets, 989theanswer.com, 989theanswer.com. Hey, our old friend Anthony Fauci is back. He was on the uh, Sunday news shows yesterday. And if you're still giving any weight to uh, what Tony Fauci says, I don't know why, but maybe, maybe his answer to this question about the upcoming holiday season will be relevant to you in your planning for family activities. But we can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell? You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. We've just got to concentrating on continuing to get those numbers down and not yeah. try to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Yeah, Christmas, put that on hold till Anthony Fauci blesses it with his approval. Uh, more and more, I am appreciative of Hugh Hewitt for asking Anthony Fauci the question nine days ago. Are you coming to the realization, Dr. Fauci, that you may not be the ideal messenger to drive the results you want, which is everybody getting vaccinated a third time, a third time. Now Fauci says, you need to get vaccinated three shots, full regimen. Was two shots. Now it's three. Stay tuned as the number continues to escalate. Yeah, Hugh Hewitt said, do you think you might be a an impediment to accomplishing the results you want to accomplish because you've said so many things and you've flip-flopped on so many things. Mask, no mask, two vaccines, three vaccines. You don't need to wear a mask. Now you need to wear a mask. Now you ought to wear two masks. And Anthony Fauci won't hear it. No, 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 no. I just disagree with you, Hugh. He's addicted to the spotlight. Also on the Sunday news shows, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And she is confirming my suspicion, which is that the Democrats are going to spend us into oblivion and try to establish every freebie program that they can to put so many people into a situation where they are dependent upon government checks that those people cannot afford to ever not vote for Democrats because the fear would be that if I don't vote for Democrats, my child check will disappear. My free health care will disappear. My free community college will disappear. My free everything will disappear. They want to give it to everyone. Free! Now, that's an interesting equation. How can they provide everything free? 
Well, they can provide everything free because they can spend $3.5 trillion and tell you it costs nothing. Such is their math. And here's Ocasio-Cortez confirming that the math is just eh, a detail. We can make it be whatever we want it to be. This is how a socialist views your money. Here's where I think the problem is, is that when we talk about top-line numbers, there's a lot that is, is hidden in that discussion. And so the reason why this, this conversation shouldn't be about numbers, but it should be about what substantive programs are, are willing to be excluded or that... That's coming from the White House. Yeah, but the, the White House isn't making the demands to exclude universal child care or universal pre-K. This is coming from the more conservative wing of the Democratic Party. And those are the, but those are the conversations that we need to have, because the thing is, is that Washington math is notoriously funny. And you can make a $3 trillion, you can make a $1 trillion bill into $2 trillion. You can make a $3 trillion bill that helps fewer people etc. And so that's why we really need to talk about the substance of this. The budget bill that House progressives are trying to fight for, the Biden Build Back Better agenda, includes universal pre-K, free community college, expansion of Medicare. We're fighting for expansion of Medicaid. And these are the things that we are saying, in addition to the very real climate threat that we have, emissions reductions are worth standing up for. Oh, the the climate stuff worth standing up for that washington math is notoriously funny well maybe to you aoc it's notoriously funny but as someone who is giving you the money to play fast and loose with the math uh, i don't think it's funny at all but uh pramila jayapal of washington the leader of the a Biden Progressive Caucus, uh, she confirms this is all part of the theater of the absurd. What is your strategy to negotiate? Are you thinking about keeping all of those programs in and just making uh, the, the time that you're going to allow them to be out there shorter? Are you going to cut some of those programs? What's your plan? Well, that's the things that you mentioned are, are priorities. So our um, idea now is to look at how you make them funded for a little bit of a shorter time. And, you know, we're also going through some of the smaller things that were in there just to see what are those things and do they need to be in there as well. That right there will probably cut out a decent amount. Um, small things that were in there or things that we might be able to fund through an appropriations process. So, so we're going example, through and looking at all of that. What do you think? Um, you know, we're not quite there yet in terms of uh, what, but there are a lot of items that were, you know, $2 billion, $3 billion that if you put them all together, they add up to a bigger number. $3 billion, $2 billion, small things, small things. This is how they view the money. It's not real money. It's not real money because it's their, not their money. It's your money. So it's not real. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.